Hi, this is Aileen and this is the Journey Home Podcast. I've been thinking about this for probably a little while. I got diagnosed with cancer back in 2019. I was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer the day before my birthday. And it's a very surreal experience, as I'm sure many people know about. But when you get diagnosed with cancer, it kind of, well, it feels quite devastating. Um, My little boy was seven, I think, at that stage. So, you know, you think about him and you wonder what would happen if anything happened to me. And all those kind of things go through your head. And then a month later, my marriage broke down. and. Well, I didn't actually really believe what was happening. You, I was so caught up with having cancer that I thought that this was just a, a moment of madness and that it wasn't what was really happening. And I probably initially just ignored the whole idea of it. It was actually just too much for me to take on. Like you're kind of trying to get your head around having cancer. And then you find out that this other experience is coming towards you. Um, feels quite devastating on top of devastation. And quite heartbreaking, actually. You kind of think, am I really not worth being here for, for this? And that is hard to deal with. The reason I wanted to talk about this is not about the not about the difficulty necessarily or the content around that whole experience, because, you know, it's not just that somebody wakes up that day and they decide they want to leave. There's obviously stuff that leads into it. And I'm not I'm not putting any blame in any quarter. And that's not what this is about. But I suppose what it was about or this is about is that I was attending Ark House which many people get cancer go to and an incredible charity for feeling ever inclined to give the Ark House or the people who drive you up and down to your chemotherapy they're incredible so I went to them they offer free counselling and I was getting counselling there and the woman who ran the Ark House in West Cork she said to me you know Aileen it's actually much more commonplace than it's known. In fact, it's apparently 50-50. So if you get diagnosed with cancer, either A, your partner's going to be amazing, or B, your partner's not going to be there. And that was actually really helpful to know because on the in the media, you hear all these amazing stories of somebody who's going through cancer and their family are doing all these incredible things for them and, you know, the support and all of those things. And that is incredible. But it's very hard to hear when you're not, when you're not experiencing that. Um, maybe that's my own human fallibility to to want us, to want that support and not to get us. 
I think if it's as commonplace as our case had pointed towards, I really wanted to be, I really want to give it that airspace because I know how it feels when you're actually in that situation, how lonely that feels. And for me, it felt like that there must be something fundamentally flawed with me that I, you know, wouldn't get that support. And that is, was painful to be there with us. You know, I didn't meet actually quite a few other people then afterwards who had similar situations where their partner had left. And uh, so I knew then it wasn't, wasn't my, just my own solo experience. So there was commonality within this experience. And I think that's something I've really, you know, I've really started to feel more and more is that sometimes within our pain and our isolation, part of the pain is the isolation. It's the feeling that we're the only person in the world who's experiencing this, that somehow we're, I'm going to say such a bad person, but you know, that's not what I mean. But that's maybe the the tone of what you're feeling. That because of me, that this is why it's happening, because it's something fundamentally wrong with me. And, and I, I understand that now by actually noticing the commonality of our human suffering. Is that it? That's actually a relief. I suppose that's a little bit why I wanted to talk about this it's because I know that maybe when it had been happening to me if I didn't feel it was such an unusual thing to happen I might have had to suffer the extra piece as Tichnahan calls it the double arrow so the actual pain already was around the fact that my partner was leaving and now the second arrow was how did I feel the world was going to view me? You know, here I was and this person was not sticking around. So that was the double arrow. It was what I put upon myself, the pain I added to the situation, which I think is just only natural. I wanted to bring it out into the light, I suppose. I wanted it to maybe somebody else who's going through a diagnosis of cancer. And has also had the second arrow of their partner, their support, maybe not being there um, and leaving is to know that it's quite common. Even for the person who leaves. To know that they're not also the only person who's left. Because I can imagine, but I don't know this to be true. That if I left, that must also somehow hold pain. The other thing about it is that even though it was, it really was incredibly tough. And I feel still sorry when I think about it now. Is support came in other ways. I probably didn't see it then because I wanted support to only come through the way I expected it to come. And that was through my partner. But support came in a lot of other shapes that now when I can look back on, I can see. Like support came in my family. Support came from the community that I lived within. You know, people, 
people in Glengariff held me up, support of my son, and the support of all of the life experiences that I suppose I'd had until this moment. They supported me. Meditation, mindfulness, great teachers like Ramdas. Joseph Goldstein, I actually reached out to him and he very kindly offered me some of his time to help me. Anita Murjani, uh, her book, Dying to Be Me. Again, I reached out to them. They also helped me. When the support wasn't coming from the avenue that I expected, I looked out, okay, in rather a panicked way, but I did look out to try and find it elsewhere. In finding it elsewhere, it brought me back to myself. I know I keep coming back to this point. It brought me back to the stabilisation that was within myself and the ability to be able to stand within this process, not without falling down. I fell down so many times and I felt despair at so many moments. But I got back up, not in a stoic way, but I got back up with a real kindness, a real compassion. I learned that to be really caring towards myself. I probably became my own best support system. As Ramdas says, I do love Ramdas, you know, to have your heart open in hell. Maybe that's what that experience taught me, was to be able to have my heart open in hell. Here now, I would like to say to anybody who is going through this experience that it's not uncommon, that it's actually very common and that you don't need to hold the extra shame of what you think it is about. It's actually, it's a bigger picture that's going on. So that was really it. I just wanted to bring that out into the open. I wanted to bring some air around us, allow it to be seen allow it to be heard, not to hide it, not to feel like it can't be spoken about, but that actually you're not the only one who's experiencing it. And that's probably true for all of our experiences. So we're not as isolated as we might necessarily think. <laughs> <laughs>